0: Family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives.
1: Hello, good day everyone. Um, I hope you've been having a good time. It's another time on family dynamics. And over the past few weeks, we've been talking of the choice of a marriage partner. And uh, today is just like a wrap-up or a summary of all the key points we've been talking about. So that I'm talking about this because I see it as a foundation for a good or successful marital destiny. And that's why it's important that we get it right and don't miss it. So that it's not something we can just play with. Um, You have to decide as a person whether a man or a woman what you want in marriage. And the choice of a marriage partner, like we said before... In one session like that, that is the most important decision you will ever make in life, apart from the decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you get it right, right, the the, tender, the good thing is that you are you will definitely or likely, allowing God to to lead you and submitting to the Word of God, have a successful marital destiny. Um, we saw that. The issue of marriage partner is not something we can play with. It's not something we can handle carelessly. It is not something, it is so important that you cannot afford to make a careless decision or careless choice based on chemistry or sentiment or emotions. You have to be sincere with yourself. It is for life. It is not like I want to do this course. And so we cannot allow romantic feelings to lead us in choice making. So romance is unreliable when it comes to this, to, to viability of a relationship. Romance as it is, is not reliable. So it is important that we, we depend on God and emotions or chemistry, you know, we change like a British weather. It's, if your emotion is high today, tomorrow it may be down. The person you are just looking up to, you really love. Tomorrow, if it's, if your emotion is down, you may hate the person. And that's why it's important that we allow God to lead us. And just like we've said before, marriage is very beautiful. It is a picture of God's reflection or and or, of God's reflection or of his covenant with us as people. It's a picture or a reflection of God's covenant with us as people. So and when we look at what the intention of God is, is or was when he created marriage, when he brought Adam and Eve together, it was for better relationship. It was for better outcome. It was for beautiful life. And that is the It's still the same agenda that God has. But just like we have realized, as God is interested in marriage, so also is the devil interested in marriage. One man called Samuel Adams said, failure in marriage, most of the time, is as a result of incompatibility, which is as a result of wrong choices based on wrong decisions. And when you make a lot of bad decisions in life, You can make a lot of bad decisions in life and recover. Like you buy a wrong car, you take it home, you may lose some money. You can return it and say, I don't like this car, I want to pick another one. You can buy a house, you move in into the house, in fact, you have decorated the place, you discover the environment, no, I can't live in this environment. I don't want to bring my children up in this environment. You can sell the house and go and look for another one. You can do a wrong course in the university, or go to a wrong university, and you feel, oh no, this is not a place for me, or this is not the course I want to do, and you you change it. You can take a wrong job, good job, but wrong for you. You can relocate to another city, or even another country. In recent times, I've seen people that relocated to, to Canada, coming back on YouTube to say, Canada is not a place for me. These are my experiences in Canada. And they don't mind moving back to Africa because they couldn't just stay there. You know, all these decisions will certainly carry adverse consequences. But they are not comparable to, with bad decisions in the choice of a marriage partner. You know, so once you have made the choice and is the wrong one, you have to stay with it for life. Except something happens. And that's why it is important for us as individual persons to make up our mind. To say, I want the best for my life. So, you are free to choose. You are free to make your choices. But you, you should be free to choose the consequences. Which means you are not free from consequences of your choice. Nobody ever did or ever will escape the consequences of their choices. So, so, so important that we have this behind our mind when we are making choices, especially of who to marry. So, it's not for us to to allow ours to, to marry somebody out of sentiment or out of pity, or that's the person my parent wants me to marry. It is Marriage is for life. As I was reading somewhere, somebody said, any decision you are going to don't let anybody push you into a decision that they won't have, you know, to 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 be there with you when you are going through situations. So it is your own decision and you have God as your father, especially if you are born again and you're a Christian. If you are not born again, this is the time to be born again. Because God sees ahead of time. He knows your future. In fact, He was the one that created you. And He knows the best person for you. He's the best matchmaker. And if you allow Him to, 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 to pattern your life, to lead you in the path to of, that, of who to marry, you will be happy in life. So it's not something we can do by ourselves. And that's why this is just to wrap up all the things that we've been talking about. So God's intention, as I said before, is for two to be better than one in marriage. To help each other in fulfilling God's purposes for our lives. And God knows you cannot do it alone. And that's why he said in his word, it is not good for a man to be alone. One of the people that have spoken so much about marriage in 20, 2005 Bimbal Dukoya said, God knows you cannot do it alone. That is why he wants a man and a woman to be a pair, a, un- a unity of diverse qualities, forming one formidable force for success and achievement. So this is the agenda of God. We cannot do it by ourselves. Bible talks about, in Proverbs 18.22, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. So, when we look at this, just like I have explained before, I remember, it is an active process. Which means, it's different from getting a wife. It's different from picking a wife. There is a process involved. And the process involved is the process of finding. When you are finding, when you are going to find something, you are searching for it. You are looking for it. And to find presupposes a search you can only find what you're looking for or searching for so your choice determines your life your choice of who to marry will determine your life you make choices and then your choices make you so it is very wise it is wisdom to weigh the pros and cons of anything that requires commitment when you're in a relationship with a guy or a lady and they are not committed to it. Think twice before you go into marriage with such a people. And nothing has the power to determine what happens in your life like the choices you make. Remember, you have to live with your choice for the rest of your life when it it comes to marital relationship. So a, a good relationship a good marital relationship, a good, a successful marriage will depend first and foremost on your choice of a life partner. And I cannot overemphasize this. The Bible says when the foundation is destroyed, what what will the righteous do? When you have started on on a wrong foundation, it will be difficult for anything to work. So your spouse will have a strong role to play in shaping your destiny. And we influence your general well-being. So, one man—I I love this quote—is by Warren. He said, "Your choice of who to marry is more crucial than anything else combined that you will ever do to make your marriage succeed." I, I guess you understand. You know, anything you will ever do to say, "Oh, I want to—I want to successful. I will love my husband. I will care for him." He, he said, "Whatever." You are going to do to make it work. Your choice of who to marry is more crucial than everything else combined that you ever do to make your marriage succeed. If you choose wisely, your life will be significantly easier and infinitely more satisfying. But if you make a serious mistake, your marriage may fail, causing you and perhaps your children immeasurable pain. You know, if children are in it, it will affect everybody. And that's why we must make up our mind to do it with care, to do it with wisdom, to do it with God. So a lot of time we look at the outward appearance. A lot of times people are attracted to a tall guy, a handsome person, a beautiful lady, a fair-looking lady, or shape uh, the, the, the shape of the lady. You know, People are attracted to so many things. And what we are attracted to in a person is what we see on the outside. The looks, the personality, the way they speak, the way they carry themselves. But what we end up experiencing in a long-term relationship is what we cannot see, the inside, the character of the person. This was a, what somebody, what one psychologist called Henry Cloud said. So righteousness is not, not what a person does or does not do. It is what the person is within. And that's why you cannot use the outward to judge the, the inside. Don't, don't be deceived by outward appearance. I was reading the story of a young man, a girl married. And on the night of the, after the wedding, they went for honeymoon. In the hotel where they, you know, where they stayed, the lady went to the toilet, to the bathroom to change and she had a shower. And after the shower, she removed all the eyelashes, she removed the wig, she removed everything that she has added as, as a pseudo thing. And the man, the woman came out of the bathroom. The man was shaking and said, No, this is not my wife. And I probably, I, I, I'm not sure whether that could be a true story because a man this day must know that there, there is a difference between natural hair and the wig that we, we use as women. But he was deceived. So don't be deceived by the outward appearance. What is important is what is on the inside of the person. You desire to get, your desire to get married should not override the need to do it the right, right way. You need to do it the right way. That is key. Don't rush into it. And what are the right way? First of all, there are a few things we need to consider. The person must be born again. It is so important. And it is not what you claim, what the person claim to be, but who they really are. So the Bible says by their fruits we know them. Find someone who is able to commit all the way. It's not everybody that can commit. Another important thing that I see these days, people come with great testimonies. They have fantastic testimony. I've been fasting and praying, and God said, you are the person for me. Let God speak to you. You are also a child of God. You have God as your father. Don't depend on, oh, he had a good testimony and the revelation he saw concerning this relationship is what I, what made me just want to go into it and marry him. When, you're, when there are issues, what will keep you in that relationship is what God has said to you as an individual person. So don't be dependent on the testimony of the man or the woman. Let God speak to you as an individual person. So that when there are issues, you can fall back on that and say, God, this is what you told me. So, so, so date, so, so, so time. What is happening here? And God will speak to you. And I I must tell you, I I had a lot of experiences in this life. I had brothers that had fantastic testimony and God kept saying, they are not the one. So please is so important. Another thing I want to give us warning about is long-distance relationships. I've seen people introducing this to that and at the end of the day, they don't know the person or they know the person and they got married and there are a lot of issues. Emails on phone calls are not enough. It's important you spend some time together in knowing them in that same environment. Some are losing in America, lives in UK, in relationship with a girl in Nigeria or, 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 or Uganda or Zimbabwe, you, when they are lying to you, you won't know. And don't go on, on online dating. I've said that before. There are so many people that lies. They tell lies on, 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 on YouTube. They put wrong picture. They do anything to that picture. And so if you are not sh- sure, of the person, there are a lot of lies these days and people, even Christians born again they tell lies with, without any without being touched they just say it, it just flows and this is, these are the end times and so that's why we need to be careful, I've seen somebody that went and married another girl married her really married her Whereas, he was already married in, a, in, in, in America with children. He only wanted somebody, a side so chick that he can keep in Nigeria when he goes there. So we need to be careful as people. And also, I remember when I was praying for who to marry, my father and the Lord told me, you know what, gifts will mar your decision making. When you have not prayed through and you are not sure that this is the person for me, he has come to you. Don't be deceived by his gift. In fact, he advised me not to take gifts from any man, any brother in Christ, until I'm sure this is the man for me and we're in relationship. People will bring gifts to you once you start collecting gifts you collect gifts today, you collect tomorrow You're sending you money, you are taking money it's a matter of time, you start feeling guilty, you yeah, have yeah, spent so much money on me, I will God go people are saying no, be careful you, the, the gifts will, will mar your understanding you won't be able to make the right decision gifts will blindfold you don't be blindfolded by love because of gift. Don't replace presence with presence. Let the presence of the Lord help you. Pray and seek counsel. For long distance relationship especially, ask questions. Investigate and pray and be sincere with God. God will reveal secrets to you as a child. Let the man tell lie like so much of it. Ask him, which church does he go to? What does he do in church? If you know the name of the church, look for somebody that lives where he lives, that can help you investigate him. Don't just marry blindly. When you marry blindly, marriage is an eye-opener. And people say love is blind. (laughs) Love is not blind though. Marriage will open your eyes. And then it will be too late at that time. A lot of times we marry people because of the way they speak. They speak well, they make me happy, I cannot be unhappy in their presence. Whereas, they are not like that all the time. So, sweet words from a man should not make you marry them. Go to God as a child of God and seek the face of the Lord. Let God, you know, lead you. Beware of lies. It's a lot of it. It's out there. Christians, a lot of people are telling lies, and sometimes you you say ah, and they are born again. They go to church. I've even seen pastors that are lies. So we need to be very very careful, and the Lord will help us. And another thing is on the Yoke with unbeliever. This is clearly written in the in the scripture. And when I would we talk of on the coyoke. Even as believers, you know, okay, they are Christian. We are, We have the same religion. It is not even safe if they are not similar. It has to be same. Your beliefs have to be... Okay, what does he believe about fighting? What does he believe about Holy Spirit? Oh, I don't believe in speaking in tongues. And you believe in speaking in tongues. You get home, you want to pray in tongues. And he said, not in this house. I, I know of a sister, lovely sister. She loved the Lord. And they got married, and the man said, you can't be praying in this house. She didn't realize that this man was into occultism. And at that point, it was too late for her. So please don't don't let anybody lie to you. Unequal yoking is a terrible thing. There will be problems. Even when you marry somebody that is a Christian, but from another belief, maybe they, they don't believe They wear earrings, they don't wear earrings, and you believe you wear earrings. Settle it before you go into it. And another important thing is background. Okay, investigate is our background. Investigate their family traditions and beliefs. Don't disregard the warnings of your parents or friends. A lot of times what we cannot see, our friends are seeing it. Her parents can see it. And if for any reason your parents are skeptical and they don't want you to marry the person, don't go against their advice. Instead, pray until they have understanding. If it is God, He will convince them. Don't elope with anybody. Because on the long run, it's only God that you can trust blindly. Not a man. You can trust God. If God says that is the one, you can trust God, but not a man. A man can lie with his state. So we need to be careful. Don't be controlled by your desires, but be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And when it comes to commitment of your life to somebody, I want to say be committed to somebody that deserves it. Not just anybody, not just somebody that is not committed to you not some not, not somebody that is abusing you even in courtship not somebody that talks down on you in courtship if he does it in courtship is 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 into fornication in courtship is carrying girls in courtship or carrying men in courtship when he gets married marrying does not bring self control so you need to sort it out so be discerning as a, as a child of god take your time don't rush into it pray for God to give you the, uh, the, the discernment of spirit so that you know, understand what is going on. It is important for you to do all this so that you can succeed maritally. Don't rush into something that is big enough to crush you. If you make mistake in marriage, it will crush you. Love is a tripartite tripartite relationship between a man a woman and God. When a man says, let it be between me and you, don't involve your pastor. Run away from such a person. Falling in love and choosing whom to marry is too big for you to handle on your own. You can't do it. You need God. And that was what we read in Malachi chapter 2. So, and a lot of time, recommendations from friends or pastors or parents is also very, very dangerous. Never base your life decision on advice from people who don't have to deal with the results. Base your decision on marriage on what God is telling you. Friends may not know. They don't even know. Parents don't know the future. Pastors don't know the futures. I've seen pastors that are sentimental because they love that girl. They see that she's a good girl and they want you to come and marry the girl. But it's not the will of God. And that's why nobody can be trusted. The only person you can trust is God himself. He has given you a spirit to lead you and to help you. We will talk, we'll be talking a lot. Maybe next week about, you know, a lot of mistakes that people make in choice making. So that we can go to specifics and we can help ourselves to know that. What I'm talking about is real. People, a lot of Christians are suffering in marriage. But you can beat that by allowing God to help you, and God is there as your Father to help you. I've been married for 30, maybe 36 years now, We're going to 36, and it's been good. It's been glorious. It's, it's, God, God wants it to be good and wants our life better. So, but if we allow Him and we submit to Him, submit to His word, it is. It's going to be a perfect thing. And God will help us to enjoy his desire or what he has as an agenda for bringing us or set, setting up the marriage institution. It's beautiful. So, and the Lord will help us. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for understanding that you grant your people to know that you're a good God. And we can follow you. We can believe you. Make a choice of who to marry. Help us in the right in, in, in making the right choice. Thank you because you are faithful. And as many as are into trouble that they don't know, open their understanding, let the Spirit of God minister to them and grant them grace to make the right decision. And say, no, I must put... A, a, a broken relationship, people say, is better than a broken marriage. Help them, O oh Lord. We give you glory. And if you are here, you have not known Jesus. Know Jesus before you make decision for marriage. He will help you. And that is the best thing, That the best decision you could ever make in life. God bless you. Have a good weekend and enjoy the rest of the day. God bless you. Thank you.